This is a News Laundry podcast and you're listening to NL Playoffs. Hello and welcome to NL Playoffs. My name is Gautam. I have with me a very excited, celebratory co-host, Aniket Aniket. Say hello. Namaste, world. <laughs> uh, so, we have w- only one topic to discuss and rightly so. We have nothing else to discuss. I know there's a lot of sport going on, but uh, there's only... or one spot of discussion and that is the world cup final uh, argentina defeated france in the world cup final to win the world cup quite an exciting world cup final i must say ended up 3-3 uh, it was 2-2 at the end of 90 minutes went into extra time uh, they scored a goal each 3-3 went into penalties and then argentina eventually won it 4-2 aniket uh, your initial reactions and then we'll get into the game oh man while watching the game it was absolute torture so to see argentina up like you rightly said they were 2-0 up uh, up to like 80 minutes into the game for a long time it just felt argentina was super comfortable uh, there was not many threats coming while folks at my place watching were like oh come on this has to be an interesting game france has to come back i was like no if they come back this is yeah. not going to be fun for <laughs> argentina yeah and exactly that's what happened like and i always knew and that's what we spoke about earlier was that france needed one chance to get back into the game and and their squad is just we'll we'll delve into that but man they have depth they're lethal and it just seems like never ending depth and let's not forget they still are missing pogba kanté Benzema so uh, it is some squad and i'm sure they're going to be bringing glory to the country in the years after but i think it's well deserved for argentina this year but i think there's only one place to start our whole discussion and it is with uh, the player in, uh, that you have set up as your zoom background right now uh, we, let's talk about Lionel Messi and what this means for him and where this sets him up in the pantheon of all time greats right because this was the one knock that he had rightfully or wrongfully uh, now that he has the world cup under his belt first of all he must be a relieved man now he says he's going to continue to play for argentina how about that he was ready to retire after 2014 now he's uh, says he's going to continue at the age of 34 35 uh, i think he's 37 right now is so. 37 jeez sorry 37 uh, where does this put Or him on the maybe i don't know 30, if yeah. two years he's two years off ronaldo so if you know Uh, yeah, it's probably 35, 36, I think. Yeah. So, where does this put him in the pantheon of all-time greats? This is probably the pinnacle for him. I think this is as good as it gets for any athlete. I mean, let's not forget, Messi uh, has won everything that was before this World Cup to win, right? Like, so... and uh, this was the only sticking point everyone uh, pushed on to him saying I, i mean okay in my books he was always the great and i i i had a question following up to probe you further regarding this about ronaldo but we'll get to that after but just to stick to this theme i always believed he was uh, a great and what's uh, super interesting is that now he's come back and he's saying he's going to play for argentina it's not interesting uh, i use the word interesting wrongly but it's more like there was so much pressure on him to deliver that i think at one point it did get to him and he there were talks about him quitting uh, you know retiring from international sport for and playing for argentina it was just 
too much pressure on him and i think he did announce his retirement after 2014 i thought yeah and i i found online that the coach of argentina had put up a tweet asking messi not to retire uh, after i think they lost to chile in the uh, uh, copa america final right so there was talks about uh, messi retiring and stuff so this is 2015 if i'm not wrong so and here we are the same coach who tweeted is now uh, the official coach for argentina he wasn't then i believe and now he's taken uh, argentina home with a trophy that they've been trying to hunt for a while right so it's fair to say cuz they've been in a final before they were in the semis uh, prior or quarter they're in the semis i think yeah they're in the quarters i think quarter finals and quarter finals yeah. yeah quarter finals right so they were in the quarters and uh, this time it was uh, the finals and uh, what an exciting game i think one of the best i've seen uh, i'm trying not to be biased uh, and it's it's only because uh, let's not forget like i didn't want to give i wanted this game to be like a 2-0 argentina shot shop just keep it dead boring and i and don't want any that excitement that's kind of what i wanted but then after everything settled down my heart felt for kylian mbappe he did everything he could four goals in a world cup final literally dragged his team along and uh yeah i don't know what more can you expect from a player i you want to sh- share your thoughts you know with with games like these especially the way things were going uh if you're a great great player all you need is that one chance or you're just begging for that one chance to come your way and then that's all it takes for elite players right and Kylian Mbappe man he had that penalty just smashed it and then that volley what a freaking oh, volley man what a goal that that was probably the goal of the game right we had six goals that was the goal of the game but um, to start off with uh, France looked extremely static to me just they were not in the game at all uh, Argentina came out rightfully so they, they they were taking the game to the opposition because they were i don't think uh, they they lend themselves as a team to just stay back and try to you know stay tight and keep defending i don't think they are good on the low block either so they uh, rightfully decided to just go on the aggressive right up front and they just they just got all the second balls their 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 uh, uh, their tackles were decisive their defense was def- decisive and then once they ha- if they had an opportunity to counter they they were just gone right so i, I thought extremely uh, uh, sound decision on argentina's part to just keep keep at it for the first 60 minutes right and they rightfully and deservedly so uh, went 2-0 up uh, the first panel the first penalty i thought was little iffy but france again got an iffy penalty at the very end too so i guess yeah i think i think it's fair to say both the penalties were uh, you know what we call soft penalties in the game and uh, we'll come back to the referees on how yeah, they I did yeah i think overall i think it was okay i mean the, the, as long as the referee is consistent with his decisions i'm okay with it and he was so and then the, that picture perfect uh, second goal second argentina goal the picture perfect counter attack uh, messi's delightful i don't know what to call it a side pass and then to alvarez to mcallister to di maria it was just perfect right uh, it was just one of those uh, it was just one of those counter attacks where you know if one piece moves every other piece just falls into motion and you are eventually heading to that uh, so di maria ended up scoring it di maria an inspired choice by the coach uh he remember he was out of the last two or three games uh he's ba- he was back in the squad and uh, i thought it was surprising because as soon as i looked at the starting lineup i said huh di maria is starting which is very interesting uh but he delivered uh, so yeah i think argentina absolutely uh had all their plans executed perfectly 
everything was falling into place until the 79th minute yeah and i i uh, 100% agree with you so if, if you think about and you rightly mentioned angel di maria right and uh, the other point that i did want to uh, uh, piggyback off was about the tactics right so yeah. you briefly spoke and it would never have worked if they did the low block uh, just with Uh, folks like Mbappe uh, and the, and just the team that France have you know Oliver Giroud is deadly he just needs to get his head to one of those balls and it goes to the uh, back of the net so keeping that in mind i think they did a brilliant job and Angel Di Maria really showed up uh, so there was a lot of pressure uh, put on the wings so Angel Di Maria can uh, one thing he did add and then you immediately saw after he left was that there was no one to carry the ball along the wings and uh, so that at least uh, from what i see correct me if i'm wrong but for the first 60 odd minutes like france was inactive like mbappe was just missing not able to get the ball trying to make his runs you know float around coming to the center and stuff but nothing was just working and uh, kudos to didier deschamps who again bought in some wonderful substitutes who really uh, changed the uh, game so yeah it was it was it was tactical in its sense so you know there were actually tactic tactics being uh, played and tactics working coaches thinking on the uh, you know thinking in the uh, seconds making to using seconds to make decisions which are impacting the game wonderfully so it, it was interesting all around it was it was and you know the france for, for some reason did not look up for the final i just read uh, just read an article uh where uh, Didier Deschamps was saying that uh, there were lot of illnesses in the squad because they had a virus going around in the semi final that meant the two of the players were missing apparently that spread but then everybody was deemed to be fitted to the f- to play in the final right so i don't know if it was it was probably uh, and he did rightfully say that, that i'm not using that as an excuse because we still lost it fair and square so it, it was very i don't know it was very surprising to see france not being up for it uh the, because if you looked at uh, even even the chances that argentina had if you looked at the france defense the french defense they were just abling away just jogging to uh, get to the ball and they were not closing out as fast as they usually do right they were not as sharp uh, so which was very surprising but then you know when you have the likes of kylian mbappe man as as i keep saying all these great players figure out a way when the chips are down they figure out a way to score these goals and they did oh hundred uh, percent and uh yeah he's 24 he's a world yeah, cup dude. winner he's got a couple of more world cups he's won his golden boot you, you i can't add much more to what you've said apart from the fact that uh you know these people find a way to do it uh, i mean let's not forget again this uh i don't think it's unfair to say uh, obviously there were some great performances all around the pitch from both teams but it's not unfair to say at least in my head that literally messi and mbappe dragged both these teams through and uh, yeah. I, i'll probably add one more name to that uh, i'll add uh, emi martinez name to that uh, 100 i was i was i was going to come to i was going to come to that that save in the 120th minute and then Jeez, the penalties man. oh my god i mean there would be no game without him so let's put it no, that there way there would be no penalties without him either what yeah, a freaking exactly. save at the very end i i yeah, thought oh, that for was sure that was going in yeah that was insane and uh, again he won the golden glove right so uh, and he he he's been a great sh- uh, shot stopper and again uh, one of the good things about social media is you find a photo from 4 years earlier in the previous world cup 
where he's actually in the uh, stands as an audience right so he's actually visiting the world cup he's not even in the squad i believe yeah so oh, what a story four years later you're uh, i mean next year next world cup you're actually picking uh, the trophy so yeah uh, just unbelievable scenes yeah i mean uh, also speaking of audience uh, or speaking of players in the players in the stands uh, uh, sergio aguero was there which is very which is which is very uh, uh i thought it was so great to see him he was out as soon as argentina won he was out on the field with a big old drum banging away uh that was nice to see but uh emi martinez i thought pulled out an absolute stunner of a save at the very end to deliver that save reminded me of uh, uh gigi buffon save of zidane in that 2006 final when uh, i thought that was going in immediately afterwards zidane got the red card so uh emi martinez man just unbelievable it was also so very surprising and get to for me to see even at the end of regulation time it, the game was so open you know you would generally think that the te- teams would be more conservative at that time or even at the very end of the extra time too team both of the teams were just so open immediately following the emi martinez save save argentina had another chance at the other end so it was, was the so counter open. yep yeah you would imagine given the odds you take the you'll take your chances with the penalties at that time and be more conservative but no people uh, both argentina and france were just letting their players move forward and back yeah and uh, that's kind of uh, what it was i think it was uh, i don't know what it was but yeah we were discussing this at home as well uh, uh, that you know typically teams would like to just you know shut it out at this point not mess up play it safe and take it to the penalties but Uh, France did get a wonderful option. I thought that ball also for uh, the attempt was just beautiful, and then the counter again was uh, super fast, quick. So there was it was going uh, lightning speed uh, up till the one twentieth minute. So the 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 well, I need to uh, talk to you about uh, one last time about Kylian Mbappe. I think. we given the players we have going around right now you know we talk about de bruyne haaland messi i guess ronaldo well not ronaldo not anymore uh, i i think mbappe is the best player in the world right now i don't think any is there is anybody close he delivers in all the big occasions yes he is still waiting for the elusive champions league title i think i am pretty sure he's going to win it at some point with he's going to be on some strong team even if it's psg or even if it's real madrid it doesn't matter he's still go he's going to win the champions league at some point in his life so Is he the best player going around right now? I think so. After Lionel Messi, yes. So no, I'm saying uh, at the current moment, given his form and everything, I'm not talking about all his achievements and all that, uh, which he still has a lot of. But right now, the uh, right now, I think Mbappe is better than Messi. I'm not throwing shade or anything. Messi is still the greater player. There's no doubt about it. But currently, I think Mbappe is the best in the world. It's It's fair to say that. Like I would fight you on uh, nuances in that point, but overall I agree with your sentiment saying uh I mean, you're 24, you've pulled your team through uh again if you see you're a golden boot winner and uh what more exact four goals in a final like, has that been ever done before? I don't even know. So I don't know the statistics on that. It's technically three goals that count and then I mean, it's yeah, a penalty so, so a hat-trick on the final, right? Let's say let's put it that way, a hat-trick on the final. So I'm sure it must have been done at some point in the world. So uh, Mbappe uh, is the first player since 1966 to score a hat-trick in the World Cup final. Jeff Hurst had it for England. There you go. So yeah, that that itself says a lot and he's 24 years incredible amount of self belief like that's one thing i've just uh, seen in, seen in him time and again is 
maybe that's what uh, comes out as arrogant off field but on field that's just incredible amount of self belief and the ability to pull let's not forget you're talking about france right so it's not uh, again i'm i'm a major messi fan but let's if you compare head to head the teams of france and argentina just the sheer depth france showed i was like my i was biting my nails the, the substitutes that came on it seemed like a never ending list of you know superstars it seemed like an as psg team assembled for nation right so it's just just a sheer amount of players and you're like oh my god when will this actually end if you're uh, you know uh, supporting argentina i was like man they have so much depth and let's not again i'm trying to remind the listeners that they're still missing i think about four or five really yeah. good players who would be outright starting uh the game so yeah given that at 24 you're able to lead a team like that uh single handedly uh, it's it's just phenomenal like i mean there's there's not much more he could have done in my opinion and Absolutely. at one point i did after everything settled down i did feel terrible for him just watching him get that golden boot uh, that's what sport does man i mean you you see you see uh, two contrasting emotions uh, just running parallelly and uh, you can't help but i at least for me it can't help but that taps into that human nature of yours you're like oh dude this guy did everything he could and it's still not enough so it's unfair but it's it's also beautiful in a lot of ways yeah it, absolutely it, it it is that's what sport does to you but i i, I was you know i was okay with it because he already had has a world cup medal so i was not too you know broken for him i was not too disappointed for him because yes he had an absolute stunner of a game but he does still has that uh, world cup trophy under his belt right so i mean yes absolutely he 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 deserves ab- to win the world cup i think just by his performance alone but you know uh, that's how sport that's how sport is but i think we, uh, we spent uh, way too much on mbappe than lionel messi and we should talk more about messi so argentina win their first world cup since 86 i think yeah that's, that's when right. maradona yeah, won it I for them 78 so and 86 years. were the two world cups they had one prior yeah yep. so 86 uh so 36 years first world cups in 36 years uh, lionel messi with uh, all his uh, plaudits at the club level finally gets his world cup trophy there is something to be said anike that there is no doubt about it in my mind right now that he's a better he is a better player than maradona i know that is a lot uh, uh, that is a lot to say because maradona is seen as this icon uh, you know it's pele and then maradona right in the all time uh people talk about all time greats and it's pele maradona then anybody else i'm pretty sure he's he's past maradona because to stick first of all to to play for barcelona and not uh choose to play for spain but to continue to argentina i thought was it's just so poetic and romantic right he just stuck with it stuck with it stuck with it uh, he could have easily retired in in 2018 given his age people do people do that always but he just stuck with it he won the copa america finally last time now he wins the world cup uh, and just given his records at the club level and now at the national level including this world cup title i think he surpassed maradona well uh, two points and i don't have yeah, a dog uh, in this fight by the way i have not i've never seen maradona play uh, messi i i love watching messi play but i'm um, you know I'm, i'm i don't have much affinity to his to the team that he plays so I, i'm like yeah messi's an a great great player but now i think he's he's right there man he's right there the greatest of all time i think he surpassed maradona 
I think so too. Uh I mean if I'm if I'm trying to summarize the point I'm going to make it's uh, I I agree again it's it's tough to compare players that are generations away you know there's just so much uh, difference that happens we have to account for advancement in sports medicine you know even the boots even the balls just have changed so much so it's it's it, well, it would we be also account for uh, the comp- level of competition also oh, there's also players not doing drugs anymore maradona did it a lot yeah <laughs> Messi so, does not. so there's there's <laughs> that also the flip side this sorry fair point so but yeah in at least in my book like i think yesterday they pulled out the stats of you know world cup performances i think messi led almost everything from goal scoring to appearances to everything uh, and in my head maybe i'm a barcelona fan i literally started following barcelona from the advent of lionel messi right so it was uh, i saw him come on as substitute in a game uh, and then you know eventually replacing ronaldinho so uh, i saw him go through that journey and i always had a soft corner but even before this world cup i was convinced he he's in my head he was one of the greatest to play the game and what all i can say is you couldn't script an ending like this uh in any uh, way i i literally gave argentina no chance no i i i agreed that with a lot of folks that this was still france's world cup to win like no no matter what and uh, argentina showed up and they were i think tactically better they uh, for whatever reason they showed they wanted it more i think the game in the midfield was really good like, i think argentina really kept the ball uh you know some sleek one touch passes in tight spaces so uh it was it was really good to see and they came alive that's all i can say is that i still hadn't seen this type of game in argentina early on in the world cup they were literally like just dredging along you know uh but here they just seemed to come alive so i think it was good you can't script these kind of things i'm very happy for messi i'm sure he slept very well last night i don't think he slept at slept at all he was just <laughs> so happy he couldn't sleep yeah uh, i thought it's you no know, it is so hard for a team to depend on one player in the whole tournament and rally behind him and win it all because so often we uh, so often times we see uh, teams dependent on one player and, and and you know and waiting for him to deliver and you know and the other players even though they are good they're so dependent on that one great player that their performance takes a dip like zidane is a classic example for france in 2006 right zidane came back uh, out of retirement and he was rallying the troops so to speak and that only worked up until the final which he still delivered but then it it Italy proved to be the better team and they won right it was a very similar scenario i thought because france was on the other side now france had the better team even without their key players but then uh, it it is so hard i think as a player for you to deliver at the highest level in every every game when the stakes are so high it is unbelievable to me that they achieved i've always said uh you know if you if you have if you have to compare ronaldo and messi i think to me there is no doubt in my mind that messi is way better than ronaldo right now um overall too i think there's no there's no debating that i always thought that if messi wins the world cup that is pretty much it as far as this generation and the previous couple of generations at least right that messi is is the greatest of them all you know we talk about uh, zidane we talk about Uh, Ronaldo right the old El Phenomeno Ronaldo right we talk about Ronaldinho uh, we we talk about uh, you know the the Fabio Cannavaro for example in, uh, on Italy we talk about Iniesta we talk about Xavi uh, all these generational players right even if we go back to 
what 98 we had ronaldo we had 94 we had romario we had uh, uh, gabriel batistuta i'm pretty sure i'm missing baggio uh, all these players right if you just take all the all time greats uh, and keep mentioning them one by we can name all the england players we want they're still not going to touch messi right in the last two or three generations at least so we have all these yeah. players and i don't think there's anybody better than messi man uh, there is nobody i don't think just you know you the you can still knock knock him and say oh barcelona la liga not as good as uh, the premier league and so on you can be a little uh, snobby about it but i mean the the stats speak for themselves but just the intangibles right watch him live we watch him live against all the all the all the big teams the way he plays the way he handles himself the way he delivers under pressure constantly uh, the the weight of the shoulder the invisible weight on his shoulders right of the whole nation uh, to come to 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 come back time and time again after world cup after world cup and try to win it all uh i think he's just un- and and with the team that he had he, he did not have a superb team this time around he had a really b- bunch of really good young players around him but that was about it and he had to he had to make sure to uh, inspire he had to make sure to lead and he did it it's just not that he was being uh, he's trying to score by himself some of the assists that he had man some of the passes that he made oh. uh, and making the Phenomenal. other players like. yeah making the other teammates around you better that's what to me is the mark of a truly great player and he showed that i agree almost with everything that you said uh, the one complaint i did have with the argentina team uh, given what happened was uh, and this is a personal complaint because every time a player came on spoken in an interview they're like oh we got to do it for messi we got to do it for messi i was like come on guys you're playing for your country i i love <laughs> messi i understand that's- everything here but you know we got to do it for, i mean it seems I, I, mean, I think that's the that's the patriot in you talking i mean it's i don't know i don't understand like i i did want messi to win uh, you would not believe i was so animated yesterday uh, folks around my house just stopped talking to me for a while i was like after especially uh, the first goal happened they were like everyone's like oh this is so boring we want france one goal i was like hell no and then uh-huh. after that goal went and i was just so animated and just people just stopped talking to me cuz I, i was on the edge and the they second goal went in and i just sunk on my seat and i was like oh my god this is gone so it, it, given all that emotional ride i went through it literally felt like a torture i was not enjoying that game and then afterwards when you know the penalties happened and the emmy martinez cup first save i was like okay you know i don't really care what happens now and then that's when i was like okay let me just enjoy this game for what it is so <laughs> dude you uh, must have been you must have been just miserable man you must have been it was, highly actually it was so sad that my just... wife actually made a gif out of my of still photos and just circulated on the family group and stuff so it was like it was really i was i was very animated for some reason uh, <laughs> this was very personal to me uh, and uh, i'm 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 not like that but I don't know why it was uh, this time. Do forward that gif to me by the way when you get We'll do. <laughs> we'll do. <laughs> we'll do. B- by the way speaking of watching the things live um, uh, when the penalties were going on and during the extra time I was I was not at home I was outside so as the penalties started I had to stop the car on the side of the road just wait it out for the penalties and wait for Argentina to win it and then started driving again because it was getting too much for me to drive and also watch. which I really don't recommend. Oh, wow. Uh, no, don't never do holding, that, Gautam. No, no, no. My wife was holding the phone and just, I was just watching, but it just got too much for me at the end. So, uh, I, really, I really had to stop my car and then watch it. So, uh, anyway, but yes, I think 
you know debate non debate i know you you had did you have a ronaldo point in your google doc to discuss yeah i i did i did and uh, so uh, like just to come back on this lionel messi uh, part like even his uh, talk before i think they entered the game was just uh, uh, you know inspiring i think the cameras were there in the tunnel and you could hear him uh, talk and obviously i didn't get most of what he said but it just seemed like you know so pumped up and he like you said the point i'm trying to reiterate is uh, he literally led the troops and you could see this from the first goal against mexico that phenomenal yes. goal that he scored like there was just this weight off his shoulders like it was a tight game mexico with the low block a must win game yeah and it was just yeah exactly and it was everything and the one person who stepped up again was lionel messi right so he was basically carrying off and now when you mentioned about watching this play it just stuck to me that my i was just so lucky that i got to watch lionel messi live uh, in my life when i went to watch the game between barcelona and espanyol so it, it was the game was i still remember it was pouring cats and dogs so the the pitch was like flooded with water so the ball would not travel the distance and i think they were saving messi from injury so they did not bring him on and i was heartbroken right i I've, i've traveled all the way <laughs> to watch this game which is a fierce derby it's a rivalry and messi does not come on till 60 some minutes and i was like oh my god am i ever going to see this guy i've traveled all this while and he came on and there was as soon as he came on in this puddle of mud right you could see flash of genius like this guy can control ball like nobody can the ball even in these worst circumstances sticks to his feet so like you said in my books was the greatest even before this world cup now i think it just you know you you tie the bow around the gift and you're like okay this is done this is set but the question i had for you and this is just to probe was what about ronaldo like what's the discussion is he not the greatest of all times uh if you want i can go first but i i'd like to open this question for you you know i think the 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 word goat gets thrown around pretty you know we are we are we are in the twitter we are in the social media yeah yeah we are in the social media age so people just throw it around people people just call everybody goats these days uh, i'm not i'm not saying ronaldo does not belong in that conversation i think he certainly does to me i think i've always said this you know achieve as much as you want at the club level but if you are able to deliver it nationally and win a world cup for your team that is it for me right that is that is it so if you that's why if you look at pele if you look at maradona if you look at ronaldo the older ronaldo uh, the 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 real ronaldo i don't know uh, all these players have have that in them right now you can say lewandowski yes he does not have a he does not have a world cup but he is uh, also polish so he does not have a strong team but if you are in a position to win a world cup and if you don't to me that puts them in like the second level or the third second level of like you know all time greatness and ronaldo i think belongs right there cristiano ronaldo belongs right there i think because if you can deliver a world cup for your team for your nation and if your team is you know borderline capable of doing it and if you do it to me that player rises up in my mind right ronaldo does not have that he has all the records all the club all the club records i think are very comparable to uh, messi messi's one team consistency uh, the 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 system and all of that yes Ronaldo different teams multiple uh, champions leagues with different teams uh, set records with different teams so each player is leagues yeah different leagues each player is great in their own right as far as club level goes but nationally if you can deliver the world cup 
that the that in my mind takes of the player above uh above like all time greatness to like even higher than that right so messi to me is right there along with ronaldo a better i think he's better than ronaldo i think uh, cristiano ronaldo is better than the original ronaldo is better than diego maradona uh is he better than pele i don't know because pele i think is <laughs> insane uh people you know tend to forget about all these 60s 70s players typically because we are you know we are living in the moment right yeah pele freaking pele man he was 19 or something when he first won the first world cup and he won it by himself so let, let's not let's not bring up i don't yeah. think we should bring up greatest of all time and and just definitively say that messi is the all time great but he definitely is up there along with pele i in my mind he's definitely surpassed maradona is he better than cristiano ronaldo heck yes there's no doubt about it in my mind so again uh, i i i agree with uh, the overall sentiment here but there's only one thing uh, and i'm very surprised i'm saying it cuz i was one of those guys who would just battle anyone on the road uh, uh, you know against this messi versus ronaldo i would be the first one like are baat mat kar messi you know so I, but now when i really go back and think about it uh, for me even ronaldo is one of the a uh, greatest of all time he's a gen once in generation player yeah. maybe you know right after i would say he still till today he's one of the most complete players in the world like he could do anything like head uh, you know just shoot uh, complete but i do agree that winning a world cup maybe sets you apart like it, you know you're in a different league after that year compared to world cup winners but like i said i still believe messi was the one of the best players even before uh this world cup final so uh, i convinced myself of that but what's uh, I, i so i want to summarize by saying that i still think ronaldo is there because when it's a team game you might do so they won the euros too right so let's not forget uh, when it's a yes, team messi has won the copa america too so it's it's so exactly so it's when, but i also feel that when it's a team game uh it's difficult to put a, the onus on one player always uh, i mean there are 11, yeah. 10 other players for a reason right so uh, i think which is which is why i said if you have a team that is capable of winning right and if you end up winning it then yes but that oh, that's yeah, what I sets messi that. apart too right he's kind of taken them let them score it's not as if he was a passenger on the team he's not this old guy just getting the starts you know he's he's like an active member is probably the best player on the team still so to do that is just unbelievable to me and that that's It's what sets me apart no, yeah yeah 100% no, no no arguments on that front but what i did want to spend a couple of minutes talking about also was has been ronaldo's year right so it's uh, you know it's been uh, one of those things where you actually see your uh, you know your idol or your favorite player actually you know slowing down uh, what happened with manchester united was initially i believed would be a blip you know i'm like oh this is one of those things that would be like and then he would come all guns firing in the world cup and you know everything would be forgotten and then you would have some I, this was in my head the story i created my reality was like oh some team like you know madrid would be like okay we need you know someone to come back or some some big team would just get him on a one year contract again turns out i couldn't have been more wrong you know so uh, it just it was so sad to see that ronaldo not starting for portugal a part of me somewhere broke when that happened and let's i'm not saying he should have started i think dropping him was fair right it was it was it was a, it was a very sound tactical decision but i can't believe how much it hurt him 
because uh, for whatever he's done and for whoever he was uh, for Portugal. Yeah, I I think yes, I think it makes sense for us to talk about Ronaldo in an isolated manner instead of speaking him in the same con- speaking about him in the same conversation as Lionel Messi because we don't have to uh, talk about a player's greatness when uh, at the same time uh, comparing him to another great yeah, player, right? Yeah, 100%. He's good in his he's good in his own right. Uh but yeah, I mean if we have to compare and I I guess you know in some ways the comparison is right because they're playing literally in the same time. Uh it is fair to say that uh Messi is still the better player but I have no, nothing to add as far as Ronaldo goes I think he still remains uh, an all-time great uh he's he does not have it anymore clearly but uh we'll see where that takes us but Messi man you know he, he has he, he did not have it all now he has it all well yeah he has it all but do you have uh, thoughts on uh, just what were your thoughts you're a Manchester United uh, fan just uh, seeing your uh, you know favorite player of all time uh Not well, I don't. Well, Ronaldo is not the play, favorite player of all time for me. Zidane is. Okay. He never played for Man United. Well, okay. But no. Yes. But I. I have a certain affinity with Ronaldo, and you know how things. Great players often do not accept their frailties when they're getting old. Uh, father time gets to everybody. It gets to some people at at the very fr- at like early. Some people it gets to them a little later in life, but it eventually catches up to you. and it has clearly caught up with ronaldo he is not the same athletic self anymore he's not he's still fast but he's not that fast he does not jump as high he d- clearly does not track back anymore he's not pressing anymore he picks his spots you know he's not beating people of the dribble anymore as much as he used to before so uh he's definitely a depleted player now is he going to be a part of uh, an elite club at an elite league i don't think so he's probably going to there are a lot of talks about him that is probably going to go to saudi or he's going to go to mls or somewhere but either way uh, it is it is it is over for him uh, at the elite level or even if he continues to play at the elite level i don't think he has it in him yeah no i would agree i would i think it would be good to see him in mls or something uh, yeah. but here's the thing lines. though uh, anket do we where, where does this leave messi now do you think he is going to be a satisfied soul and now he's going to play more i don't know freely his mind is free now he does not have anything to worry about right now he has everything that he has uh he's won everything that he could he's with don't forget he's with paris saint germain right now and he and that team has never won a champions league i i i, I would be very upset if uh, psg won the champions league because i just hate uh, the assembly of a team like that you know i just i just hate how the team is formed how the team functions their management everything everything that has to do with psg i absolutely hate so it would be weird but where do you think uh, this takes messi in the future i think he's just got to enjoy his football i also actually he's, he's not going to retire from argentina either so there is that yeah so i actually uh, before even this news i was like you know what i wouldn't actually mind if he took this opportunity to say that you know what guys here it is uh, i'm off there's i mean there's again uh, pete sampras was one of my idols and there's no better way to go out than go out on the absolute top right so i wouldn't uh, and you know what it's one of those things that if he say i want to play i'm one of those guys who will be like if i could go watch him i would watch him so uh, it's it's a nice place for him to be at he can just pick whatever he wants i do think though that at one point he will pick uh, you know try to move out of paris uh, i don't know where it's going to be america you know, yeah let's uh, hope so but i i there's a part of me uh, still hoping that he comes back <laughs> to barcelona in some role but you know what actually the more i think about it i think it's just good for him to 
you know move on uh, maybe take it slow in life also just enjoy uh, you know everything that you've done i think uh, to just play at that level you've got to be grinding for a good 20 years of your life uh, and it's it's not easy and let's see let's see what he chooses but i'm sure like people like this whatever they choose they're going to start acing it right so uh, you've done it once you you can do it again this is a muscle memory we keep talking about so whatever they pick next i'm sure they're going to ace it anyways so let's let's just keep watching and he has the game to continue to do what he's doing even when he gets old right he is he's not he he was very fast he's not that fast anymore but he, the dribble that keeps on going man he still has the dribble the, he still has I the also, passing yeah 100% and i also wanted to like he's always done this but you can see yeah. it more exaggerated now where yes. you know he's just walking shoulders down floating on the pitch and then Picking suddenly he yeah. knows at the right place and then bam and the classic example is the mexico goal that you look at like you know you just float like a butterfly just walk around conserve energy and he just comes to life in these uh, seconds uh, and he was he was always like that yeah or even in that assist in the semi final right that he was just there he's just there he's just there and all of a sudden yeah. he gets the ball in the midfield and boom he goes and sets up the goal exactly so uh, you know uh, he's also uh, you you see that in a more exaggerated manner what i meant to say was as he's getting old so he yeah. always did that but you know he was still he had that electric speed and dribbling ability but now Body i think control. goes and let's not forget his vision some of the passes uh, are just Amazing. like wow they they make you stand off your uh, seat but with that being said i think we've spent quite some time on this uh, final game uh, can i just want can i just comment on one thing about the final i don't go know on, how many cameras there were in the world cup at at the stadium how, but how sad and how tragic it is it that they did not get a uh, a shot of messi reacting live to the winning penalty man how in the world does any tv producer out there does not get a live reaction of messi immediately after they win the world cup there, there is no i was just waiting and waiting when waiting for the replay to come and it never came how sad i think it's i think it's true uh, so uh, it's awful there there are two things here uh, one they showed a lot of post uh, win like you know him going around I, i think a little bit yeah. too much but i would love to see that shot but i did think that was only because we were watching in india and geo cinema i think there was this production that uh, would well, have we got that. the world feed i'm pretty sure we got the world feed so i don't really not so? see any other live reaction on social media of messi winning it apparently oh, that, the, com- that, the commentators were that saying that absolutely I, i i just blamed it on uh, the uh, producers of the show cuz first of all um, i mean sports 18 network great it's indian everything but i i felt it was not the best show uh, you know pre no, and it post was it was it was not yeah but that's okay you're not yeah. going to get the elite people for exactly no 100% right so and um, but hey again it's a good first step right so it is but the world feed i think who 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 had the world feed got it absolutely wrong because you would have at least three cameras on messi at that time you'd imagine right i agree i agree with you uh, uh people would definitely want to see especially after that goal was scored goes in yeah yeah what that but it never came maybe Give i thought i missed answer. it i don't know we yeah. can ask no, our we can ask was saying that uh, messi was on his knees immediately after that because he couldn't move or something where is that shot we did not get that we always got uh, messi waving at the crowds and uh, asking for its kids to come back and all come to the field and all of that but we never got or people or messi hugging but we never got messi reacting live to the winning penalty that's just tragic that's right. awful yeah so no i share the sentiment or maybe i don't know did we miss it uh, i it sounds unbelievable that you didn't get it on camera so no uh, yeah i i would have seen it by now i i i 
I look comb through all the social media handles that I typically do. Unless we have okay. like a crowd uh, a crowd foot crowd footage of somebody just taking a, p- a video of Messi reacting, but I don't think we got any official TV camera feed out of it. That's an interesting observation. Yeah. So uh, no. bad TV production just bugs me. I don't know why. <laughs> some replays they don't show. Uh, some yeah. some important stuff they do not show. I don't know, but anyway. No, I I feel you. But um, so let's quickly talk about a couple of things we did uh, want to discuss offline, right? Uh, so one was uh, le- so which one do you want to do first? The third place game uh, or Brazil's exit? Uh, which would you rather? Ah, uh, let's first? do let's do Croatia first. I think because they deserve more. Yeah. Uh, to be talked about than Brazil. Croatia, man, they. Uh, I just want to set the record straight. I don't agree with the previous statement you just made about uh, them, but I let you go. Yeah. No, because I I I'm o- I've only said that because in context of this tournament, they've played better than Brazil. They got the better out of Brazil and they moved forward. So I think they deserve to be spoken about more than Brazil is what I was saying. But I wouldn't agree with that. But I let you finish your point. Well, huh? they made the semi-finals and Brazil did not. So I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. No. Um. I I'll explain myself after. But yeah. So yeah, Croatia has a way of figuring it out. Uh, Luka Modric. I think is their talisman and he he's very very similar to Messi in the way that he leads his team leads his troops uh he's a I think he had I think it was the quarter final against Brazil or something where I think they said he did not have one misplaced pass every pass was 100% complete that he had so imagine that so just the way he operates just the way he moves the ball around just the way he connects the defense to the offense because if you looked at look at that team on paper there's no way they should make the semi finals and the final last time around semi finals this time around uh, an unbelievable record for croatia 98 they make the semi finals and ever since i think they've always progressed maybe there's one odd time they were they did not progress on to the knockout stages a team like that uh, is you know how, how can you how can you be mad at a team about not winning a world cup if you are croatia right if you are, if you are a croatian fan and if you are mad at a team that they did not win the world cup i think you're a little insane with the team that they have so all plaudits to them in my mind uh, for sure i mean again uh, they, let's not forget they were the uh, runners up in the last world cup as well right so yeah and they are an example of a team right so it's uh, you know it's a classic example of the individual uh, you know one rather than the collective so as a collective they are a brilliant unit so i think there's a classic example of that so yeah but the only point i did have was i was uh, i was rooting for brazil i'm glad they got knocked out cuz then it would have been a big headache for argentina so i'm very glad that happened but i did feel like brazil played really beautiful football in this tournament i think that neymar goal against croatia was just insane that, that, that give oh the man. timing what a goal yeah and then i this is where this would talk about sport it could be unfair sometimes like the croatian goal it was a goal goal is a goal no one's debating it but it was a deflection it was uh, you know it was uh, uninspirational but it, you know it did the job it did what it had to it do did the job. and and every goal does not need to be spectacular i i i agree with that so the b- job is to put the ball behind the net but just seeing uh, the way brazil play i don't know i somehow i'm always attracted to teams that just play a certain way that's maybe why i follow barcelona too and it just uh, did break my heart to see how brazil exited uh, against croatia and it's just cuz the team they had was again they, i think uh, we spoke about this earlier uh, before france uh, i mean they were, the team was on par with france right just on paper if you look from back to front you have stars and you have very good depth 
So, well, that was our picks too, right? It was interesting. Yeah, yeah you, had, you had uh, Brazil. I had, uh, I think you had Argentina and Brazil. I had yeah, so my first pick Brazil was Argentina. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So, I mean, yeah, but Brazil looked good when they played. Uh, but, you know, you need to have, you need to also have certain other facets in your team if you have to win a tournament like this, right? Which is to, if you have a lead, you have to make sure you conserve. You have to make sure you protect that lead. If you are back, you have to make sure when the chips are down that you rally and somehow get a goal. You have to have an attitude of not giving up. You shouldn't be tired because some of these games go into extra time. The Croatians were really not... You need to have that grittiness to you, right? It's yeah, not yeah. just all... 100%, 100%. It's not just all flair. Because flair works when you're playing in a league against... You know, if you're a superb team and you're not playing against a smaller team. But a World Cup is a completely different cup of tea. And if you are playing, if you're coming up with sides like Croatia, where they just muddy things up for you, where they just, you know, it's the passes are not the same intricate self. You're, uh, you know, the tackles are going in harder than you think. There are these tactical fouls. Uh, uh, Croatia deliberately, if you looked at it, they slowed down the pace of the game because they were not even going, when they had the ball, sometimes there were times when they were not even going forward. They were just passing the ball around, just slowing the tempo of the game down. And which right. does not suit Brazil. So you should not be a team that is very one-dimensional in nature. Sure, it looks amazing when you when it you know like in, against south korea right brazil had all the things going for them it looks so good but then you also need to have the other side which is you need to have the grit to it right grind you need to through, have the grit right? and yeah. Had it. yeah no i, I agree 100 percent. everything with everything which is why said. i think they deserve to be talked more <laughs> than brazil i agree with everything you said okay so uh what you said is correct but let's not forget morocco right yeah. so they are uh, they were playing for third place and uh, i mean croatia that's what were you surprised uh, with what happened morocco versus croatia uh no no i also yeah. did not watch a lot of the game i watched i think a little bit of the second half i remember uh, yeah. we texted about the importance <laughs> and i think it's a good topic to briefly <laughs> talk but about no. so every every world cup usually has this one fairy tale team yeah uh, which who, who nobody expects to to do well but they eventually do end up doing superbly right so morocco was that team they had they had you know they have it's not to say that they have all like uh, low, lower uh, quality players they have a really good player they have a really good in, team yeah, yeah. The hakimi zh and bulan all these guys are great. amrabat yeah yeah Amra, uh, yeah all these guys are so good you know eventually they fall, eventually teams like this go up until the semi final that is usually it right so i think in the semi final it clearly uh, showed because I think France, yeah, France beat them, right? So France clearly were the better team. So, but there's nothing to take away. Morocco, the first African team to make it, uh, make it this far. Uh, so quite amazing to see. Uh, but you know, as far as the third place game goes, you know, but they didn't think too much about it. I think you finish third, you finish fourth, does not matter. I think you are a World Cup finalist. So I, I do, I really don't care about of, of a team finishing third or fourth as if they make the semi-finals they made the semi-finals and the third place match was not even a thing until recently Aniket. so i don't know i really don't care for third place match i know because especially after you lose the semi-final you're ready to go home you've you've you went that far you are either disappointed or happy given you know how you what your expectations were before the world cup there's no motivation at all to finish third in my mind i mean sure once they start playing they want to win i'm not saying that but it's not the same it's it surely is not the same. So, okay, I agree largely, but I feel there are slight nuances here. Uh, so, A, uh, yes, it's not like you're, you're, you've lost your game. So, you know, that's gone. So, the, that edge of, you know, the thrill maybe is out. 
like i'm trying to support these guys but they make my point null and void right <laughs> there's literally you know, nothing yeah. to play for so uh, but you know a lot of for a lot of these uh, players especially for like uh, teams that make it through uh, like morocco did you know a one off time it could be a career high you know it, this is the this is as good as it gets and just being able to uh, put in your best there and i let's not forget these guys these people are competitive beasts right so uh, they are there for the a field. reason cuz yeah. i think even in a friendly you would see most of them uh, would actually uh, put in uh, everything they have and it just comes from nature to be a, to play at this top level i think you you are trained to just be competitive uh, the way uh, at least in a playing sport internationally because sport is a zero sum game it's either you or me you know there's no way we are going to take this uh, so it's uh, it's a zero sum game one person takes it all and the other person does not so just the sheer nature of it i think adds that uh, edge to it but you're right it's not the world cup final maybe not the most entertaining but it does provide some very interesting games so i mean more games is good but i'm going to take a guess and say that it meant a lot for croatia to beat brazil and making to the making it to the semis than beating morocco and finishing third that's all, that is that is my only point i agree i i, I would say, i mean you're beating brazil i mean you know who were the favorites so uh, for sure yeah no and i would a, i would agree with a, that point yeah and from a viewer's perspective you said it you're not you're not sitting there before the world cup starts and saying oh i wonder who finishes who finishes third you know we are all we are all worried about the who is making the semis and who is making the finals and who is winning it nobody is worried about who is finishing third sure yeah i i i i agree with your sentiment yeah but my only my larger point being the nuance point being i think uh, the players still want the players still want the players who are playing still would want to you know uh, again if you're if you're brazil and you won five world cups maybe that again it does not make sense to actually you know even celebrate after the third uh, after you win the third game hypothetically speaking if that happened but if again you're a team like morocco you know if you win third it's you're setting you're setting a record by itself right and they did that i agree they did that even the, just coming to the semi finals but this somehow this I, i this way of thinking of a podium that i'm trained to think of and it's kind of like a podium finish right so yeah but the the only difference is that there's no such podium and i know yeah yeah events. yeah that's yeah. the only difference there's no national anthems playing there's no medals and all of that it's just the winner and the runner up so Uh, but i think uh, as the world cup comes to an end aniket uh, is there any debate about a world cup the, the football world cup being the best tournament in the whole sporting world For, uh, it definitely i don't is. think there is any debate on that front at least because i think it's just the number of teams uh, we don't look at we, we tend to not uh, we don't you know we don't watch these teams play day in day out or week in week out it's it's the national side there it's 
a little bit of a more of a uh, level playing field than it's with the clubs because it's not about the money anymore it's about the nationality uh, players are playing for your nation there is that whole emotional question there is the whole spectator aspect to it the weight of the, n- the nation as i just said weight on your shoulders um 32 teams it's going to be expanded out to 48 uh, it's going to be only i think it's only going to get better the more teams the merrier uh, all the corruption aside all the fifa uh, shithousery aside uh is i think this is the best world uh, this is the best tournament in the whole world it's a sweeping statement but i i would agree with that sentiment at least for me it's true for personally uh, i'm speaking for myself here i think it's true uh, because again i know folks who like different sports and uh, when that happens olympics kind of you know comes on and becomes the uh, uh favorite tournament but for me as a child there were two world cups i i grew up watching uh, with my dad was football we would get up weird times at night to watch it yeah. and this was not even when i was following the league and all because my dad would watch i would watch so and then the other one was cricket world cup obviously so uh, yes one of uh, the biggest sporting events in my life cuz you know cricket has kind of fallen off uh, for me uh, but football has still uh, really stuck so in my book yes it is the biggest sporting event uh, and i would agree with that sentiment and the show now moves to usa mexico and canada in 2026 aniket uh, hopefully you and i will be there to catch the action at some point i don't know how, how the what the world is going to look like in 26 it's a long time away but i i still wish though with that we are making podcasts or at least talking about sports at that time but i can't wait for uh, uh, world cup to be in america and watching it live would, would that would be insane I don't it doesn't matter which team or who is playing and all just being there would be something else that would take my bucket list off for sure so yeah but i'm i'm curious to see how they pull it off on three different countries like they're yeah, huge huge i mean i just seems like huge, huge country Japan, and it? it's a huge task but it'll be interesting to see how they pull it off it's a huge task as i said but uh, with that being said gotham so we've spoken about most of the things uh we had in my i had in mind at least anything that do you wanted to touch up no, on no i just made the other miscellaneous points last time around about uh, jerseys being not up to par i think the I, i think the best jersey of the tournament made it to the final france has i think really good uniforms they do i agree it's uh, i i i tend to like uh, minimalistic like simple uh, stuff and yeah and uh, like i already said earlier before this i i had the jersey of minoslav klosa So uh, it was a neat white jersey just with the oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, crest. So uh, again France is very close to you know just simple Argentina I mean it's a traditional color uh, it nothing good, nothing too bad nothing too great nothing exactly. you know out of the box in that design so it's fine but to be very honest I've never paid so much attention to jerseys What about what about the ball the ball is like was a very average ball too I thought it was not didn't 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 stick out like the job so again the uh, i've never you know paid much interest <laughs> barring the fact that i remember uh, in 2010 south africa so jabulani was Jabulani. the ball that was actually used which was going all over the place keepers having uh, so that was, was the only time i actually issue. cared about the ball and we, we all you know pooled in money as kids and tried to buy that one one for us to play with and stuff so barring that i've never really paid too much attention to uh, which ball being used but the the, the yeah. 2006 ball was pretty cool i thought it had a really cool design and for the final they had that gold embroidery thing or something like that which was very cool i thought but 
Hmm. Yeah, but yeah, didn't didn't tickle my fancy this time around the ball. Yeah, I have uh, to go back in. By the way, what did you make of uh, uh, Messi being adorned with that robe at the very end? It looked out no of sense. place, but it was I, weird. I, yeah, it just nah, I don't know. I didn't care too much about it. Uh, I just felt like weird. Like, why would you do it for one player if you, the team has won? I guess he's a I guess he's a captain, but it made no sense. Like, why would you do it for one player? Yeah, he's the greatest of all times. But when this even happens, all players are equal in my head, and it just made no sense putting this black robe on him. Uh, maybe <laughs> there's some significance which I don't understand. Uh, that's something. But still uh, felt out of place, though. He was yeah. ready to lift the cup, and they were like, yeah, and, yeah. <laughs> and Infantino man was trying to hog the camera as long as he could. Man, he was just milking it. It's like I was like, dude, just give the freaking trophy to Messi and just let him be, man. He just keeps going and going and doesn't even hand the World Cup to him. Seriously, like and this is one thing we should uh, talk about uh, uh, the FIFA because we talk sport. I think it's right to end our episode maybe by talking about FIFA. So he did come out with a statement saying, "Oh, this is the best World Cup that's ever happened." Uh, I let you go after, but I don't agree. How you, so how can you how can you say a statement like that with all the deaths that are going around? The, yeah. The, the fifa chief executive came out and actually gave a higher number than what uh, what qatar admitted to before the tournament and now i think there was another death that was caused maybe a week or so ago where a worker f- fell down from like eight stories or something so there were stadium construction related deaths yeah which is a fact wrong right the, the 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 executive committee of the world cup has admitted so so with all these things in mind with all the human rights violations in mind how as the fifa chief it's a, it's a completely different thing when let's say messi says this is the best tournament in the whole world i loved it because he's won it right from his perspective but if you are the fifa chief if you are responsible for organizing a tournament of this magnitude and you have deaths under your watch so to speak how and not one multiple right multiple so let's deaths. Yeah, yeah. Like we're talking we're not talking one two Th- that doesn't make it less either but to have deaths under your watch and for you to come out and say that this is the best tournament that we've conducted so far how blind should you be of the facts i mean how how more i don't know if it is uh, being delusional but it's just it, it, even the pr team how, how what good does it make for you to say that this th- to make a statement like that you could have just said you know yes we have a so, lot of passes coming out blah 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 but to make a sweeping statement that it is the best is just so delusional in my mind i agree 100% with everything you said just to add to a fact that your predecessor himself said giving qatar this world cup was a mistake right so uh you really got to be uh drunk in power or you know blind or or whatever your reason is to be so insensitive to what's happening and uh i think we sh- i think it's good job we we bring it up we talk about it cuz again we we've, we've spoken about this earlier you have to segregate the uh, football that happens on the pitch but it's also important to talk about uh sports washing right like i think this is the, the term you can use is uh, sports washing and uh it was sad to see i don't know but this uh fifa i i don't follow fifa that closely apart from the fact that i sat through the documentary that was out talks about the corruption but i don't know, this, know it's not this, a perfect it, organization is it it's not and i think no organization in the world is to be very honest but infantino seems to be less than inspiring uh, in any form like Uh, even the cameras keep zooming on him when he when there's a random game going on and he seems to be like oh I'm, 
you know like being paid to be there you know is he likes you, it you don't see you, you don't see emotions you don't see nothing no. he's a very very uninspiring at least to me and uh, then you come and make these uh, what i would call as stupid ass statements uh, expecting i think you're at the point you're really believing that the world is foolish uh, i think uh, only when you have such some belief like that you could maybe make statements like this but yeah no that was my limited point uh, because you bought infantino up i thought we should talk about yeah. this oh on another note by the way full full marks to uh, emmanuel macron's french president's uh, pr team he made sure he was in he was on camera because he he, he by the way uh, anika i don't know if you know this but emmanuel macron has uh, you know he likes to be uh, trending on social media he's a great pr guy like our prime minister but he has like you know he has the uh, uh, the ability to or he at least tries goes out of the, out of the way to be active on these pr fronts similar to uh, justin trudeau uh, uh, i remember i think when uh, zelensky the ukrainian president uh, immediately uh, once the war started he was in his sweatshirts he was he was in his war room and all of that right and imagine macron immediately had a photograph i think the same week or the week after where he had a similar picture he he was in his he, he never had sweats before i don't think but he was in his sweatshirt he was in his like training shoes in the in the president's palace having a meeting or something so he he is not averse to hogging the limelight either and full marks to him and his pr team uh, to get him onto the field i'm sure he was invited but he was on the field immediately and consoling kilian mbappe in front of the cameras he was there for a couple of minutes at least with mbappe and then he spent some time on the podium as well so full marks to uh, Emmanuel Macron and his PR team. I actually wanted to ask you this question. So I did notice uh, Macron being there, but was there anyone from Argentina actually I think uh, it was the Argentinian prime minister the prime minister who was there, there yeah, right yeah. who actually yeah. uh, he was hugging the players okay. I was just being sure cuz somehow in my uh, cast it was just not showing up his name or anything. So I I assumed it would be that but I just wanted to confirm. Yeah yeah I I'm pretty sure uh, Uh, the, uh i think that was the argentine argentina's president i'm pretty sure i thought but i could be wrong but definitely looked like him or 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 it might have been one of the other i'm sure it was an argentinian politician it was i think it was some delegate i'm not sure well i wish the camera had shown us who was there or the name the person but anyways that's maybe my ignorance of not knowing political leaders of other countries uh with that being said gotham uh Let's get into uh, the recommendation part, dude. I literally have no recommendations other than one. Well, two. First is uh, if you, I'm going to recommend another podcast, which is ki- kind of counterintuitive to recommend another podcast and driving our uh, masses of viewers away from our podcast to another podcast. But I'm going to recommend the Guardian Football Weekly. I've recommended this before. Uh, it's just a great podcast which has all the analysis that you need. it's a bunch of guardian writers and hosts who who watch the games live who write about it and analyze it and it's also uh it's also lighthearted they keep it lighthearted as well so i'm going to recommend the podcast uh called guardian football weekly uh, it was on every day uh, the world cup was uh, going on and it's it's on every i think two or three times a week once the league start as well so that and obviously news laundry uh aniket and i are uh, so grateful that uh, the the organization has given us a platform to talk about sports which we love to do we also love this uh, organization because uh it is a subscriber driven uh, website it is a subscriber driven organization which means that it is devoid of any other external influences they can do what they want in terms of ground reports they can talk they can express their views 
against or for anybody they're transparent in nature so if you if you guys are interested as well go to newsonly.com uh, check out all the stuff that they have and hit that subscribe button you can subscribe for as cheap as 300 rupees a month so go check it out so uh, gautam like you i have uh, no particular recommendations uh, to make as well messy highlights yeah so just go google uh, youtube uh, lenel messi and uh, you're you're in for a treat especially after this world cup when i'm sure guys have come up with some fancy compilations of everything that's happened uh, maybe tribute. his journey so a tribute like you said uh, so go watch that but i like your recommendation and i think that's what sets us apart i think it was great that you recommended another football podcast uh i don't think we are driving our viewers away if we have any <laughs> but <laughs> it's good to enrich the lives and uh, you know pick everyone to a higher standard i think we should hold ourselves to a higher standard as well so it's wonderful that you you did that so like messi did right i think the standard he set now is unbelievable and uh let's aspire uh to be as good if not trying to let's aspire yeah awesome i think there's only one way to uh, leave our uh, our podcast which is to leave the viewers with uh, the winning moment of argentina winning the world cup till next time aniket uh, great talking to you likewise and take care everyone happy new year to everyone and a happy holiday season yeah merry christmas and a happy new year to everybody montiel Argentina 3 France 3 and Argentina winning on penalties by 4 to 2. The trophy is passed into the hands of Genius. laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent. To catch all our podcasts on news, pop culture, current affairs and sport, visit newslaundry.com. Follow us on Facebook, Twitter and Instagram and subscribe to our YouTube channel.